This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome into the third and final hour of BetQL Daily, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it and take us with you wherever you're going, whatever you're up to. And if you're just hanging out, you know you can watch the show as well, twitch.tv slash BetQL or on YouTube as well. Lightning bets before we wrap up. And we got to talk about some NBA storylines from over the weekend, not the least of which was the Milwaukee Bucks looking like the Milwaukee Bucks again. Turns out it may not matter who the head coach is. Ugly loss to the Jazz last night. Uh, And Joel Embiid, LeBron wears a Knicks towel. I know. Oh, so much to get to as the NBA turns. But Super Bowl 58, six days away. We bring in our guy from 4 for 4 and bet spurts. Connor Allen at Connor Allen NFL on X and the social media, and he's got his preview up right now. Go to his social media, click on the link. He's got his preview live on Super Bowl 58. Good morning, Connor. Thanks for joining us. Seven and two in the last nine years on outright winners in the Super Bowl. Golf clap for you, my friend. How are you feeling early on about this one? Yeah, admittedly, I don't feel that great, uh, you know, relative to previous <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go through the week, do all my research, type up the big article, and usually by the end, I have a pretty strong stance. Uh, I flip-flopped two or three times on who I think was going to win. At the end of the day, uh, you know, we'll discuss it more, but, you know, I wound up with the Niners, and so, uh, but I, I'm terrified of it. Betting against Mahomes, based on what we've seen the last couple of games, is a really scary proposition. Yeah, all right. What number did you get, and uh, give us the uh, bullet points why'd you uh, decide on san francisco yeah a couple of key points so i think that the san francisco running game has a ton of success here against this chiefs run defense we're looking at uh the chiefs being one of the worst teams at defending zone runs the 49ers are known for that they can play heavier personnel with like two tight ends the chiefs have not been very good at defending that against the run the 49ers showed us even against the lions the packers teams that were good against the run and not very good against the pass. They still ran it. They still ran it well. And so I think in this spot in a good matchup, it's going to be really difficult for Steve Spagnuolo and the Chiefs defense really to recover. And on the other side, this 49ers defense has some holes, but they rush for a lot. They play a lot of zone defense. Patrick Mahomes threw the second most interceptions in the NFL against that, uh, you know, coverage there. Ten interceptions, threw it at a way higher clip. So I think the Niners are able to pull it off, but it's going to be a close one. So if you like the Niners, where are you looking prop-wise when it comes to San Francisco? Yeah, I played a couple different angles. I played Debo Samuel to go over his prop of 56.5-57.5 receiving yards. Um, you know, He's been their primary target in games with Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle all playing together. It was like 11 games this year. Uh, he led the team in target share. Also against the Chiefs' two high coverages, which is what they play a lot. He's been kind of their primary guy underneath, you know, in the middle there. So... I think that he goes over his prop as well as 
I bet on a little Christian McCaffrey to an MVP. I already gave you most of the reasoning why with the running game, but I think if the Niners win uh, in a lower scoring game, then we're going to see uh, CMC hoisting that trophy. You mentioned lower scoring game. Connor Allen, a four for four in Betsparts with us here on BetQL Daily. What's that doing to your view, your uh, perspective on those prop markets? Is it a lot more unders? Uh, wh- what have you seen from the way the, the numbers may have moved in a couple of those markets over the weekend as well? Should we be looking under in some of these props uh, or is it still pick and choose your spots? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of pick and choose, but at the same time, I love betting unders regardless. It's just kind of a thing that I normally do. So you don't have to ask me twice. You're in a game that I already think might be leaning under to bet a lot of unders. Um, you know, I took uh, Juwan Jennings under one and a half receptions, which again, sounds egregiously low for a number for a guy that just made a sick one hand catch in the last game. But in games with Debo and Ayuk, he only cleared this in like two of 10 games uh, where both of them played. And one of them was in garbage time from Sam Darnold. So not expecting to see Sam Darnold here. Uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, I think it'll be a much better game if we don't. So, you know, I, I think that in this spot here, we can go with the under on Juwan Jennings. Okay. So, yeah, I, I find it interesting. And we hear this around every Super Bowl, even if you're not heavy on um, how the total is going to roll. What you always hear around props is, okay, we know the public's going to bet over. They're going to pick circle the ones they like over on the props, and they're going to bet more props than they do uh, the rest of the year. But what a lot of the pros, the sharps, are going to be rooting for is the most boring game of all time where it is low scoring and there's nothing happening and nobody's clearing their props, but it's, we hear that every year. Do you subscribe to that? Are are you on the hunt for Super Bowl unders year after year? Yeah, there's the old like adage, just like bet overs early in the week and unders late because of exactly yeah. what you talked about, right? Because these numbers get steamed up. And I think that there's some truth to that, especially with the bigger players. We've already seen Travis Kelsey's line open the high 60s. Now he's in like the low 70s. Debo Samuel's line's climbing a little bit. The only one that I've seen go down a little bit was like maybe Brandon Ayuk, but even then that stayed, stayed pretty static because the Chiefs' pass defense is awesome. I mean, their outside corners are really good. So um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where I'll probably be continue to take more unders. You know, I have a couple of overs just for fun, maybe some like, cmc alternate you know 150 yards and two touchdowns something like that but other than that i'll probably just be rooting for a lot of boring unders which is not super fun but uh i don't know i I guess i prefer money over fun all the time (laughs) of course absolutely uh we were saying that's why we don't really like going to super bowl parties because the people (laughs) who don't bet like we do get on our nerves a little bit or Mm -hmm. a lot i should say so do you get into novelty props at all or stay away from that yeah, I, I guess what you determine is novelty props is different. So, like, of course, you know, I think I'll bet on the anthem, you know, later in the week just for fun. Um, but you know, usually you mean like some, Friday you know, after the audi- after the rehearsal? Is that when you're gonna? Yeah, bet yeah. It? So you could say, you know, maybe you know, <laughs> you know, the birds might be chirping in your ear, and you, know, you might learn a thing or two uh, about what the the rehearsal looked like. So I think that's always a good edge, uh, you know, around then. Uh, word of advice for new betters, you know, if you're betting on the day of the anthem or the day of the Super Bowl, do not fade, you know, the steam that came from wherever, which way it moves. So if it moves up five seconds, moves down five seconds, don't bet the other way because it's probably pretty sharp. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, Connor, let's talk about, so we started out the show this morning talking about storylines and and just things that we, we, we think we're looking for in this game specifically. And the one thing I came back to, you know, we talked Purdy, we talked Shanahan, but the one thing I came back to is you've got the number two and number three ranked defenses in the league in this game. Um, if you look at it, points per game in the league were down a fourth consecutive year. Um, not a not a ton, but just enough 
uh, that it was, again, uh, 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 trended down just a little bit. So this kind of falls in line with your, your you know, basking in unders. And I've, I've kind of felt similarly about this game since it was set last week. But um, what, what is your takeaway, I guess, from the entire season up through the playoffs? And now we're here at the final game of the year on, you know, we had the primetime under run for a while, right? During this season, um, it, it feels like things always find a way of finding their level, but should we be thinking about this as we especially go into next season about if there's a new level, I guess, if, if, if there's, you know, a fifth straight year, for example, next year of declining point totals, I think would be a, a pretty big surprise. It would be the first time in like 30, 35 years. I think we've seen that in the league, but, um, just trends to consider as we go into Sunday and then spin forward into the off season. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I, I've thought about this a lot because, you know, we talk about totals and things like a 50-point total in today's NFL is like massive. You know, you're like, this is a game's going to be a shootout. Whereas a couple of years ago, you know, games were routinely 52, 53. You know, some of the Super Bowls were even 56 and a half, 57 and a half point totals. Uh, and that in today's NFL sounds just like outrageous. And I think part of that is for a couple of reasons. Like quarterback play is, you know, largely dreadful. I mean, there's the haves, the haves nots. Like there are a ton of bad quarterbacks that – Teams have to run the ball more. They have to play slower. And then on the other side, defensively, you see teams kind of just playing a lot more like two safety, three safety, four safety looks. They're not being as aggressive for the most part. And like that leads to fewer big plays and less chaos. Like people are just trying to keep the ball in front of them. And I think that all of that, you know, culmination just, you know, results in much less scoring, which is unfortunately more boring for us. So uh, I don't think that's changing anytime soon. There are some good quarterbacks coming in, but I'm not sure that we'll see, you know, three CJ Strouds in the next class immediately. So um, yeah, I think it's for this game specifically though, as I talked about, I think that it leans towards the under, but that's just because that's how both teams I think want to play. And that's what we're going to see here. Uh, you mentioned the Jennings one, uh, Connor. What about some other uh, player props? Run down a few that you really like this uh, with the current numbers. Yeah. Um, so Brock Purdy, you, I took under his passer rating. Uh, it's a fun one. It's, you can find that at 91 and a half, 95 and a half, depending on where you're, you know, betting, um, you know, based on his season that he's like 50, 50 to that this year, but chiefs pass defense has been, you know, top three in basically every metric. Uh, if you throw a single interception, it's very, very difficult to get above a 95 passer rating. If your completion rate's not high, it's very difficult. Your yards per attempt has to be high. Like all like one or two of those things doesn't break his way. And he's going under that number. Um, another fun one, uh, chiefs longest field goal. I think is a good one. Harrison Bucker hitting 94% of his field goals this year. Um, and Jake Moody has missed basically 50% of his field goals from 40 yards and on this year. And then even 40 to 49 range, he's already missed two this postseason. So I think they might not even attempt the longer field goals, depending on the situation. And even if they do, like he's no sure thing to make it. So those are some other ones there. What about either quarterback to throw an interception? Have, are you interested in that? You can still get yeah. decent value there. Yeah, I think either one is kind of fun. There's also, um, you know, BetMGM has plus 115, I think, on over one and a half interceptions total for the game, uh, which I think is a pretty fun look because it plus money there. Uh, I think either quarterback is live to throw to, especially if like if Brock Birdie fall, they fall behind and they're like a drop back passing game. Uh, he's going to throw like four picks. I mean, it's going to be like what we saw in the Ravens game. Um, you know, I don't anticipate that happening, but I think it's very much in the range of outcomes. Connor Allen, four for four in bet spurts with us here on BetQL Daily. 
So if we're thinking or you're thinking, Connor, under, and let's let's talk about the style of game that both teams want to play, right? Would be under, trying to limit turnovers, trying to manage the game. Um, San Francisco side. I know we're not allowed to call Brock Purdy a game manager, but that's what he is. Um, do you start to think about defensive MVPs? We talked about this earlier in the week. You know, you've got Chris Jones and Nick Bosa at 100 to 1. Uh, you've got Legereus Sneed, 250. Fred Warner, 200. Um, and if so, wh- are, are there defensive players that you like more than others? Yeah, and I think you set it up well because you kind of have to walk down the path of like, okay, we're talking about like a 2017 win, maybe, you know, 24, 21 at the most, where maybe these quarterbacks are only throwing one touchdown or they throw multiple interceptions each, but their team still wins. And so I think that opens up avenues for a guy like maybe, you know, Isaiah Pacheco or like a defensive player. Um, you know, there were some outrageous numbers. It was like 600 to one on uh, Nick Bolton, uh, you know, 500 to one on Justin Reed. You know, like these guys have to score a touchdown. They have to get at least, you know, one turnover, a touchdown. It has to be a low scoring game. But, you know, if I'm already think that that's the most likely outcome, then I think kind of covering my bases, putting like small amounts on a couple of different like longer shots is a fun way to, you know, kind of approach the game here, especially if it is low scoring and largely boring. You know, one pick six from Nick Bolden, uh, you know, could potentially change the game here for me. How many bets do you think you're going to have once we get to Sunday? Uh, let's see here. I'm already at like, if you include the MVP bets, which I have like four, um, yeah. you know, I'm already at like 10. Um, but so I'd, I'd guess I'll probably be like 15 to 20, depending on, I mean, they're, they keep adding more stuff. So like every day, like they're yeah. adding more and more markets. Looking back at the regular season betting wise, is there any takeaways that you had things you'll do differently, things that you learned? Yeah, I would say that the player prop market became significantly sharper uh, and something that like they were setting lines way lower to begin with. You know, they have a good process now. So um, probably be looking into more derivative markets, uh, you know, as a big, a bigger edge. Maybe it's kicking props. I don't know. I got like four kicking props to this game and now I'm kind of hooked. So who knows? Maybe it'll <laughs> be, you know, kicking, punting props, whatever they'll offer. Well, they'll allow at least somewhat limits on. I think I'll probably be diving into because the smaller markets is where you have, can have a bigger edge and where you can make more money. Uh, Connor, you're here in Chicago. I know you uh, pay close attention to what's going on with the Bears. You always have threads out there on X and how they need to fix things. I have you on the show on the, the score talking about it sometimes. Um, yeah, the rumor mill has just gone crazy, and Coward put it over the top late last week. Then he backtracks the next day. We're going to have to deal with this until we get to the draft. We understand this, but do you think it's all a big nothing? Yeah, I mean, I figured Coward would at least go a week before walking it back. I mean, come on, man. Like, <laughs> he it, was, it, was, it was a day. It not a, a day. day. Not yeah. a day. Yeah. Less than 24 hours. Um, I do think that there is some real smoke surrounding the commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury. You know, that oh, familiarity boy. could be something interesting <laughs> for trying to trade up for Caleb. If they put together a package, which includes a one, a two, you know, and obviously this year's one, like, I think the Bears have to consider it if they have Drake May and Caleb Williams close. I don't, you know, I still think that Caleb's way better. So I would stand pat and take it. But, you know, my opinion doesn't matter for draft betting. So I'm interested to see what happens. <laughs> I think that a move will happen here. I think Fields will probably be traded here in the next couple of weeks. Um, so I think oh, that'll be the first step. And then from there, we'll see, uh, you know, what Poles wants to do. I mean, the ball's in his music, court. Music to Joe's ears. Fields will get traded. Um, <laughs> I also want to thank you, Connor, for retweeting the patent analytics uh, graph on the the worst play callers my Steelers acquiring <laughs> Arthur Smith head and shoulders worse than anybody else I now feel so much better about Arthur and Kenny going into the season just flipping wonderful 
13 points a yeah. game. Here we come. Can't wait. Hey, we, we, we can send you another uh, former Bears quarterback if you want. <laughs> I mean, couldn't be worse than Kenny at this point. I mean, Connor, thanks so much, man. We appreciate the time. Good luck on Sunday. Yeah, I appreciate it. Talk soon, guys. Check him out at Connor Allen NFL on social media, 4 for 4, and BetSparts as well. He's got his picks up for Sunday already. Coming up next, some interesting news features on the world of sports betting over the weekend and big stories from the NBA. Embiid, LeBron, the Bucks falter again. All next right here on BetQL Daily.